What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Business Breakthrough. In this episode, I sit down with Jerome Brooks of Brooks Brothers Painting, and we are diving in deep into his business. This was a long-winded one. We went back and forth on a lot of things, but I love it because it's just, you know, it, it, it just it's great. The energy of just kind of going back and forth, trying to come up with a plan on real problems that contractors deal with, um, man, is, is what this uh, breakthrough series is about. So you guys are going to enjoy this one. Um, it's just really, ah, oh, man, what a great business breakthrough. And it starts right now. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. All right. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Business Breakthrough. I'm here with my good friend, Jerome with Brooks Brothers Painting in New Jersey. And uh, we're just diving in, bro. Normally when I start these, I just like to know what's going really well in your business right now. And then uh, after you're done telling me that, what's something that you want to want to maybe hit it, hit another level on, man? What's, uh, what's an area that you're wanting to cross that threshold? So what, what's, what's working really well is actually um, the, 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 the value. So we have the business, we turn down work. I turned down probably maybe last, this week alone, I've probably turned down close to maybe 10, 15 K. Um, that's good. Yeah, we, that's a good problem about, to have. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a great problem to have, but it's also frustrating because it's like, you I've been do doing this now in five years. Um, I've been on my own now three years. Okay. Um, and it's like, it's like you keep hitting the threshold it's like, but this, everything that you're doing around it, you know, procedures, processes, all that's there, all that's work, but it's just, you know, going getting over that 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 monkey hole, yeah. um, so to speak. So let's talk about that before we get into an area that uh, you want to want to improve on. What's the team look like, man? Because normally when people are turning down work, it's just because you can't do the work. So what's and, the team looking like? Um, that's that's so that's my problem. Okay. Um, I have five guys. Okay. Um, three are qualified, two are trainees. Right. Uh huh. Um, and the three that are qualified, I just get, you know, you get that, you don't have that. I'm missing what I'm missing. What I'm missing is a me. You're missing what, a I'm, miss, what I'm missing. Nobody, you know, every, you know, every CEO in the world is, it says that, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that's that, that could be overcome. So you got five guys right now. Let me ask you this. This is Brooks Brothers Painting. Is there a brother around or is that just the name of the company? Solely a name. It's just a name. Okay. A name. All right. So so it's just so there's no other family members with their hands in the business. It's really just you. It's really just me. Okay. I'm sorry. So when I'm it, no, that's all right. So when it comes to uh when it comes to the actual production, how many jobs are going on at once? So does everybody work together? No, right now I currently run anywhere from two to four at a time. Two to um, four with five guys. So sometimes you're gonna have one guy finishing up a job by themselves. By themselves, correct. And that's a you don't like that. I know you don't like that. Um, I I hate it. However, the one that's doing it will be probably my best all around guy. Right. Um, but 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 what you're doing, you know what you're doing, right? Is you're burning them out. 
because you, you're burning I them am. out. And I know I mentally am. as a caring boss, you're probably like, okay, there's a ticking time bomb here. And you're trying to, you might have to overcompensate, don't you? Often. Cash. Often. Cash, yeah. bonus, yeah. anything. Yeah. Just yeah. Get, yeah. Hey, bro. Hey, man, I need you to work Saturday, man. We got to finish this one up. <laughs> Often. I've lived Often. that life. So, so, okay. So you got five guys, I mean, you're way ahead of the game. You know I mean? This is a hard business to, to get production in and you've found five people. Now, let me ask you, you keeping them busy 40 hours a week, everybody? 40, 45, Great. um, everybody. Yeah. So, um, let me ask you this question. What type of work are you guys performing all, daily? I mean, tell me all the types of jobs that you guys are taking. I'm 60% residential. Okay. Well, residential could be residential could be cabinets, interior painting, exterior painting, staining. What all what all jobs are you guys taking throughout the week? Um, mostly just simple repaints. Um, we do do staining. Um, I we do cabinets here and there when I can afford the timing schedule. Um, that's really not something that we do like often. Um, but mostly simple residential repaint. And you're doing all the estimates. Correct. Where's the work coming from? What, what, what type of marketing are you guys doing? Is it all word of mouth? A little bit of everything. Word of mouth, Google, um, Facebook. Um, okay. I still do once in the blue. I may, you know, just to influx, you know, just um, my pipeline. I may still pay for lead, you know, a couple through Angie's or Porch. Um, it depends, you know, if it's a good one. Um, yeah, so, but mostly like Google. Google is my biggest one. Um Google. Yeah, Google's the biggest one for now. Okay, good. So you got a good reputation on Google, good reviews. Mm -hmm. Love it. All right, so let's talk strategy here, man, because right now when I hear that you're taking on that much work with that little amount of guys, something's off. It's either the scheduling or the process. There's no predictability. The first red flag I see is that you told me that you're taking both residential and commercial work, okay? Correct. Those are two totally different businesses you know what i'm saying because first of all residential you can ask for that payment as soon as you're done commercial sometimes it's net 30 you have to go through a manager it's it, that, that hurts your cash flow have you ran into that mm -hmm. that so that's 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 definitely a problem you have commercial um, work going on right now correct and what's happening in the commercial work is you kind of have to probably alter your processes some commercial work you can't work during the normal business hours right right and correct. then Ultimately, you know, what does that do? That throws a wrench in your schedule, right? Um, you could say that. I do have possibly maybe scheduling is not as tight as it should be, or maybe I'm doing something wrong with scheduling. Um, so that could be definitely something. That could be it. Well, with the mm -hmm. commercial work, I mean, you said about 40% of your business is commercial work. Correct. You know, the work that you told me you turned down, were you turning down residential customers? So that's both. Yeah. Residential and commercial. I walk away from both. Okay. I'm going to just give you something right off the bat, man. I don't, I don't think you should be taking commercial work anymore. I think really? there's enough residential work. I think you should never take another commercial job until you get to a point where your business is hitting a million dollars in a year. I mean, because the reality of the situation is you don't need it. And ultimately what that's doing is it's just causing a lot of confusion in your scheduling. And you're, I mean, again, you have, you have, you're in a business right now. I, what, what's your background, by the way? What did you start in? You know, you look like a businessman, bro. So I'm just curious what you, what you started in. Um, I started, you could say, um, ask me a different way. What was your previous job before you got started at owning a business? And I was a truck driver. 
you're a truck driver. Okay. You saw an opportunity in the painting business or you got a job as a painter. I saw an opportunity. You saw an opportunity and you saw it as an opportunity. Okay. So you're a businessman, obviously. So really what you have to understand is that the, the assets that you have that produce the result in this industry. Okay. Are based on energy, which deteriorates from Monday to Friday. Okay. Mm -hmm. So my question to you is how do you create consistency from Monday to Friday? Because right now what you're doing is you're stretching your income producing assets very thin, you know, with truck driving, it's kind of like mileage, right? But ultimately you have way more mileage on a machine than you do on a human. Okay. And I'm getting deep with you because I want you to understand that this, this principle here is that you need to, you need to find a way to, to put everyone together. Okay. There, right now with five guys spread out like you do, I can guess how much money you're generating in a month right now. I'll guess it. I'll probably get, I'll, I, I guarantee you I'll get close. Okay. Close. Right now you're probably doing about between 28,000 and 30,000 in a month. About that. Okay? Right about there. Right. About that. Mm -hmm. 7,000 a week. Mm -hmm. Okay. About generating easy. Yeah. easy. Okay. So that's about where you're at right now. Let me, let me, let me help you. If you put all five guys together, you could do the same amount of revenue. They would get the jobs done faster. You would have a leader on the crew. Everyone would work together. That means from Monday to Friday, you're not giving your customers a poor experience on Friday because everyone's burnt out because they're all sporadic, running around, working by themselves. I don't know if you've ever done it. Have you ever worked by yourself with a customer in their house? Absolutely. Stressful. Absolutely. It's stressful. They're watching you. You probably have a laundry list of things that you got to do. You got to touch up this, got to go get that ladder, touch that up. Now imagine having one more person alongside you. How much different is that for you as the, as the person working? So most, so I run, I run, I run two crews. Um, and, and like what I call my off man, my switcher. Um, and then I still get dirty myself. Um, so I still wear the painter's hat. So um, when I say five guys, it's five of them plus myself. Easy three days a week, four so hours five, a day. So you have four employees, essentially? No, I have Oh, so you're saying five employees. plus yourself would be Plus you. myself, correct. Okay, so what I'm telling you is this. First thing is you got to narrow down your job type that you take. For us, let me give you an example for us so you can see where I'm coming from. I only take full exterior repaints. And full interior repaints are 90% of the house. In other words, I want jobs that are either going to be two full days, three full days, four full days, or five full days. Why? Because I want to make sure that I can, my scheduling is easy. I want to know, hey, I can send my team of, and in your case, my team of five, it's going to take them two days to do this job. Cool. Now I'm going to find a job that takes them three days to do this job. Boom. I want to try to keep them as together as possible. Yes, you're going to have the off situation where you might have to pluck one off to finish a job, maybe for an hour or two, and then join the team again. But, course, the, prob yeah. but the problem that I see that you're running into, everyone's spread way too thin. You don't have enough mechanics, which I assume you have two guys and three helpers. So essentially, you really can only run two solid jobs with a leader on it at a time anyway. So ultimately, what I'm assuming that you're able to do is really start two solid jobs in a week. And then the other jobs that you're doing, you're catching up from the week before. Is that true? Ask, yeah. So um, I, I do close out on time. 
I don't really have a catch up like catch um, or, 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 or backlog. Um, most times, most jobs are done within. I've run the see with 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 my difficulties, right? I did implement ways to be able to handle that. So I work almost just like a contractor because we are contractors. So I right. work like a contractor, um, and more so. So I run I run in task and execution. So let's just say first day is prep. Um, so that may be one two guys go prep. Um, few hours or whatever the case may be. Then let's the next day ceilings and doors and trim whatever the case. So that way you'll send I send my best or my fastest guys who can bang out ceiling doors and trim. Then I might send the two guys who are the fastest cutters. So they may finish. So that's kind of how I keep up with the the so what my, you're doing is you are so you are so independent you are so dependent on and that, that is true. Skill. Mm -hmm. That is not going to sustain growth. You're, you're way too dependent on skill. You're not dependent on process. There's two ways that you can run a business. Like, for example, if I owned a, you know, if I owned a restaurant and I only had one chef that could prepare a dish, if that chef is unavailable, my customers don't get the same experience. That would mean that I'm dependent on that chef. Correct. Major issue. Saying. You see what I'm saying? You can't, I understand, I understand what you're saying. you can't, you can't scale that. Right. So what I did in my business was, okay, I understood that I have to be system and process dependent, not task dependent. Like you, I think you mentioned, okay. System and process dependent says, number one, I have to understand the job types that I take have to fit within a box. Okay. That means I'm only taking ceilings, walls, trim and doors. I'm not taking wallpaper removal. I'm not taking popcorn removal. I'm not taking drywall repair. Why? Because I don't want that to be based on if I have the, the right person in my business to do that job. No, everyone is going to do the same task. Okay. Everyone should be able to fit within that same box. And where I'm getting at with you is, is that when it comes to process dependent business, it doesn't matter who's on the job. It just, you just, obviously there is some skill sets that need to be required that can be trained, but there's a ceiling there. Spraying is the highest level skill, cutting, and then project management. Those three things are what you should be focusing on. Okay. And where, where I'm getting at is, is that if you take away commercial, you take away the stress of all the things that commercial come with. And I know that it's different than residential because I've done this. I just know it's just something that I don't even touch. I don't even care about. I'm a residential painting company. When you have a guy, I think, I think you mentioned there's one person in your company that's your ace. That's why I call him like an ace. Is that, do you have that? Okay. So you have that guy. Yeah, I have one or two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, the two. I think you mentioned there's two guys that just, you just trust to just get it done. You know, that they're, they're great. Okay. Let me ask you something. Okay. Do you fear at any point in time that they could go and, and go somewhere else? Or do you, I mean, just being honest, because I, I want to make sure that we can keep these uh great people. That, that's 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 just the reality. That's the reality for you. That's the reality for me. Anybody can get up and go. Um, but no, I don't think. No, I don't think. You don't I feel like the. Do you ever feel like the workload exceeds what they're getting paid on a? No, not at all. Uh, I, I, you I make I, sure I, of it. Yeah, you overcompensate. We, we do team building. Like we have top golf this Saturday. Um, nice. We we take them out top Love golf. Um, so you're building so, that culture. You're building that. Correct. But, um, but have you had that conversation one-on-one -on -one with, with these leaders that you have? Because you're way ahead of a, a lot of people that I help. And I, I think, bro, it just might take a couple tweaks for you 
to, to, to skyrocket. And I'm looking at your situation from my perspective and, and I could be wrong, but I'm just looking at it like this. Your two major issues is scheduling and putting everyone together. I ran a very profitable painting company with five painters on every job. Okay. We hit about 500,000 that year. Okay. And if you're hitting 30,000 a month sporadically, you know, that that's about 380,000 off the top of my head. So you could be maximizing with five on every job. Can you see your company running that way? Or is that something that you I, would just avoid? I, I, okay. So I ran that way and let, 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 let me, let me say this with you. I ran that way. My, so, okay. So mind you, my first year, 2019, uh -huh. right. Second year, 2020, you know, we had yep. COVID. So I, I, I grew every year. It didn't still today. So technically I'm in my third year. I'm not, this is, this is my third year. Okay. Um, so um, I said that to say is I ran that way my first year where okay. I have, you know, four guys in one house and what was what, the what year I, you ran into? Uh, I just felt as though things weren't getting done. Um, I just felt as though um, I do know I had the wrong truly to sort of say. Um, I even but now you do right now. I feel like now this person, now I do now. I have now, now I do. Um, even some of my trainees, um, you know, show promise. Um, it got to the point where I will only hire certain, you know, mental ca like ca characteristics, you know, yeah, you um, learn how to hire as you grow. 100%. Correct. Yeah. So, correct. Um, so, um, yeah, so I, I I'm just, I'm not going to say I'm afraid to go back that way. Um, I just felt as though, Again, maybe again is my I was new to it. So cash flow. So when you're price, so that comes down to when you're pricing jobs and the expectations. So exam for example, okay, you as the business owner, you've got to have some sort of way to translate what the expectation is to this manager. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because you can't just go blindly and say, get it done. You got to say, hey, you have three days to get mm -hmm. this job done. You know what I'm saying? That's a different conversation than I'm sure you used to have because you mm -hmm. didn't have that leader that you could say, hey. So let me, how are you pricing your jobs out? So if I give how, you a 2000 square foot house, let's say I'm your customer, 2000 square foot house. Okay. Ceilings, walls, trim, and doors. How do you quote it? So doors is separate and then ceiling, I, and then I'm buying square footage. Okay. So, so tell me, so, so tell me the price. So it depends on demographics. So let's just say you're in my demographic right now. I can go anywhere from 275 to probably $3,000 square foot. Okay, um, $75 to $3 a square foot. Okay. So, so you're saying that based off of that, and I'll just go high $3 square foot, that's six grand that you would charge me to do it. For how many square feet? 2000. Whole house. 2000. I know I'm putting you on the spot, but I just want you to. No, see no, no. I'm, I'm trying to put it together for you. 2000. Let's, let's, let's write it out. And I went high because you said $3 a square foot. So no, you're saying 2000 $2, East Brunswick. Uh -huh. So yeah, East Brunswick, um, $3 is $3 will be like, I'll look creme to the creme out here. Okay. Um, our average, so let's, let's dial it back and say our average is 250 a square foot. 250. Um, so let, let me scale back because the, I asked you that for a reason. The, 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 the reason is, is that you're pricing without identifying your margin. You understand? And, and the reality of the situation is, you're going to complete work from Monday to Friday. You're going to do it. 
the question is, are you maximizing your resources? In other words, if you're doing three jobs that week, can you still hit the same amount you would hit if you put everyone together? Now watch this. So let me give, now we're going to dive into your numbers. What is everyone? I think I do more now. Okay. Let, let me see. What is everyone getting paid per hour? Tell me. So my, you highest, tell me the name? The no, highest? my highest guy is 27. 27. What's the next mm -hmm. guy? 25. 25. What's the next guy? 18, 18. 18. Great mm -hmm. pay, man. I love this. And then what's the last guy? He's 14. 14, man. I love that you're paying really well, bro. That that says that you're ready to grow. So I'm just I'm just admiring some things that I'm seeing, man. It's just further giving me, you know, excitement about your, your future with this. But you have 27, 25, 18, 18, 14. Are you doing everything by the book? Is everyone getting taxes? So every, 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 I, uh, um, <laughs> I give you my exact number. It's like $1,300 $1, a day, something like that. I'm going to pull it up right now. What is your, um, all right. So you're about $1,300 a day. So, like um, what is, do you know what your workers comp percentage is? Um, not off top. No, this is probably like 15, let's just say 15%. So right off the bat, before, high, yeah. before workers comp and before taxes, you're at 102 an hour. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. And then let's say that's at, spot on. Yeah. Let's say <laughs> 15%. That's 15. That's, that's spot on. Yeah. That's 117 with workers comp at 15% plus taxes at let's say 10% um, of the 102. So let's say one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say 130 an hour is what you as the business owner have to pay. And if everyone's working eight hours a day, that's 1040. Okay. That's, that's at eight hours a day. Okay? I have an, I have an admin as well. And you have an office admin. That's a fixed cost. I don't, I'm worried okay. about job costing right now. Okay. Okay. So if you look at, you look at it like this, here's what I suggest that you do. And I just want you to try this experiment. You're in still a, you're still in a figuring it out stage. So like, of course, I know that. Of course. So yeah. I would, you can alter things, bro. I've changed so many things in my business. How many people I put on a job, who I put people with. Five is not ideal. Four is, but right now you have three helpers. So what the goal should be is to get to two crews of four. I just want you to see what these bigger teams can accomplish. Two crews of four. Two crews of four is ideal in in residential painting. Okay. Um. So let me just help you understand, and I want you to give me a. Uh, I want you to visualize this. Okay. Tell me how long you think it would take your crew of five. Okay. And that's with you on the job supervising. Early on in your business, which I consider you early on still, you should be on that job in your downtime, watching the process, watching the leadership, watching the project management. So imagine you being on this job, you have a 2000 square foot house, ceilings, walls, trim, doors, two coats on the walls, everything getting done top to bottom. Okay. How long will it take this crew of five with you on the job overseeing, not painting to do the job? That's like two days. Two days. That's yeah, your expectation for your team. That's pre that's your whole team. Everyone rocking it out. Two days. Okay. You cool with that? Two days? Two, two, two and a half if you have touch-ups. Yeah, that's All right. I'm going to even go a little further, say three days. Let's say that's, it, a let's say that's a lot, but let's say it's three days. Okay. So, you know, based off of your cost right now, 1040 times three is what? 3120. So, you as the business owner, you're paying 3120 to get it done. Okay. Your painting business should operate at a 50% gross margin on everything that you do. Anything below that is essentially you doing what you need to do to keep your schedule busy. But every you said 50? 50% is where you should be for, for gross margin. It's possible, especially if you present yourself well. It is. It is. Yeah. But it we're is. going high here. So I'm just going to say that we're, we're going higher. How much paint do you think you'll need on a 2,000 square foot house? Ceilings, walls, trim doors. 
that maybe 25, 20 gallons? 25. I like that. 25. Okay. Let's multiply 25 by $40 a gallon. So that's a thousand dollars in paint. So right now on this job, you're all in 4120. And you're saying you're going to get this job done in three days. That's three. Okay. All right. So if you're at 4120 total cost, 50% margin, you're at 8240 for the job, the whole house. And honestly, that's not too bad. Okay. 8240 divided by 2000 square feet, you know, you're at $4 a square foot, but you said that you get it done in two days. So let's see what it would look like in two days. So that'd be 2080 for your total labor cost, plus still a thousand dollars in paint. Okay. So for you guys, it would have to probably be done in two days based off the pricing you said. So you're at 3080 total times two times two to get your uh, 50%. You'd have to sell that job for six grand. Okay. But what you pretty much told me is in two days, that team of five can generate what? Six grand worth of revenue. That's what you just told me. Okay. Okay. So that's a $6,000 revenue right there in two days, bro. With your five guys, which you said it might be two and a half, but I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt here. That is some serious production with your guys. That opens up the schedule for another three days. So pretty much what you're telling me is that your team of five can generate $3,000 in a day. Roughly. Roughly. That's roughly. roughly. So what's $3,000 times five? That's 15 grand a week on average. And you might hit 12 grand. You might hit 16 grand, depending on how you price them and how you allocate jobs in certain slots for this team. But look at this. You're optimizing you're telling me pretty much that you could do, and I'll just go lower 13 grand a week right now with this team. If you're telling me that they can get done a 2000 square foot house in two and a half days at that price point. So just, just giving you some, some examples here, multiply that by four, you're hitting 52,000 a month. So, 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 so sidebar. So also the other issue with that was when you have that much going on on the site, um, with that many guys, um, I, I guess I get what you're saying because I'll be there. You're going to be there quarterbacking. Actually, excuse me, not quarterbacking. You're going to be on the sideline coaching your project manager on process. And that's where you come in as a business owner and say, how do we attack a full repaint? Let me, I'm going to ask you, when you go into a house that you're, you guys are just getting started, what's the first thing you do on this job? Ceilings, walls, trim. What's the very first thing that you do when you walk in? Prep floors. Prep <laughs> floors. How do you prep them? Do you put tarp down? You put paper down? We, so we use paper. All right. You're just like us. You're, you're, you're throwing paper. So your three helpers should be doing what? Prying paper. Prepping. That's all, right. Prying paper. So you guys got ceilings to paint. So what else is going to be prepped? So light fixtures, fans, all that, the door, all that. So your two guys should be scaling ladders. So they should be doing all right. So once your guys are done paper and your two guys are on the light fixtures and fans, what should be done now? Maybe doors should be taken off and racked, right? Mm -hmm. Who's doing that? The three helpers. So they need their job is. So you're creating this production system for this job. And we have that. So you can optimize your time. But you can't just expect somebody who's who has their hands on a drill to be watching over this system when it's first being created until the team learns it. That's where you come in and you've got to pretty much 
outline the system the night before and say, okay, Joe is going to be doing light fixtures and fans. Steve is going to be helping him do light fixtures and fans. Three helpers going to be masking floors. Once those floors are masked, one helper does all the electrical plates in the whole house, puts them in a drawer in the kitchen. Then two guys who were doing the floors, they take off all the doors and rack them in the garage. Okay, you know what I'm saying? And that production system optimizes your dollar. Do you understand that? Like, does that concept help? 100%. So when we go into a full interior repaint, bro, I mean, the system's moving. Everyone knows what they're doing and we're, we're maximizing, you know, and we do it with four. So then you would outline, how do I create this full interior repaint system with four? Do you see how much attention it requires for that one job type, right? Imagine you now taking cabinets and commercial and exterior. You have no consistency in any systems right now. So you can't maximize your dollar. So now, so now here we are. All right. So my, my focus should be, if I were you right now, number one, I would try my absolute best to only take full interior repaints. And you could do that with really good marketing. So now here we are with that. So I was, so being transparent and being honest, I already had figured, I, we already know, again, like we established, that's two different beasts, right? Two different cash flows, two different, two different monsters. Yeah. Um, I'm already in the process of so separating those two. Okay, so here, separating those two. Um, so come September, three of my guys are going to commercial and I have enough commercial work to sustain to next March. Um, and that's in different, you know, locations. So what I plan on, what I planned on doing was just to take them, move them over, me and my accountant, we already spoke, um, and go ahead and transfer. So technically it's going to be Brooks Brothers painting and coatings. So that's the commercial side of things. Um, and redevelop, and this is why this is kind of more at, couldn't came at a better time, is redevelop and structure my residential side. Um, and figure out what's going on over here. Commercial. You're stretching yourself uh, way too thin. You haven't perfected it's, one yet. It's, um, I, well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, contracts are already signed and sealed. Projects have already been awarded. Um, so that right there is a non-tangible. You but know you what I mean? Contract that. I think you should keep your proprietary team on just residential. You can find another company to go and do your commercial work. That's what I would do. If you're mm -hmm. already signed, sealed, and delivered on that, I would find a reputable company in your area and subcontract that commercial work and work on your proprietary team getting this residential process tight. Because you and I both know that the profit margins on residential are way higher. The work environment is way better. The, the You know that you're probably going to have to be on those commercial jobs full-time, making sure that they're done right, you know, especially when you say coatings, that to me sounds like concrete. You're touching concrete. No, not no. So coding, so technically, so technically, you know, um, you know, diving into the industrial like, coatings, things like that. So technically, latex and all that to, to to the real world, like when you when you really dive into paint, you know, is coating. When we put on walls, that's that's still a coating. You know, that's right. not that, so that's why it's paintings and coatings. So when we really dive into things, everything in life or everything we do everything gets coated, whether right. it's whatever the type of coating it is, whether it's a pain or urethane or whatever the case may be is a coating. So I'm, I already dove in and I touched in a lot of aspects in this industry since I've already, since I've been a part of it. Um, 
I, I hear what you always say, and you say, you know, you think you should be narrow, like not necessarily one track, like that's pretty much what you're saying now. Um, I would honestly, you know, kind of disagree. Um, I believe with me being, with me jumping out there and taking on and understand and did what I did and my guys, again, you know, I can take any one of those same four guys besides the, the, the new trainee, um, I can take any one of the four guys and, and they can go in almost any situation and are knowledgeable about what's going on. Um, now, reason why everybody is ran skill set here is because honestly, again, the situation that I'm in. Um, however, really take the time and break them down. I have one who, like I said earlier, he just around the end of the day, he's get lazy. Um, and so he's hard to close out. So I just found ways to utilize him. However, him as a painter, he's probably two of maybe your painters or two of, you know, another company's painters. And when I mean by two painters, you know, one body is the equivalent to two painters. And, I, and I've done a lot of research and I've that's, I've worked under another company as a subcontract to see how they operate and move and how they painters move. And it's hard to get older painters to move at that higher production rate that we need. Um, I'm just saying Jersey. Um, the older guys, they move at day rate. They understand I'm hourly, right? They understand that. And, you know, for those guys who understand that I'm hourly, it's hard to get them to move at the production that you move. Um, so thus, why I went and developed the system of I cool today, get in there, whoever the case may be, this, this is done today. So the next day, this is done. So everything is being done. It's just broken down as a task. However, again, I, I do think that, you know, me being versatile has awarded me the position to be able to do a mill in the next year bro all right so let me I, I appreciate all that and i love when someone tells me they disagree because it gives me at least an opportunity to give you a one more perspective because i'm pretty set on my beliefs as i'm sure you are yours and all i'm trying to do is understand your situation and give you something that has worked for me bro whatever you do is 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 going to be successful just based on who you are as a person how you treat your team how you pay your team you're going to make it work my concern right now is how long it's going to take you to go upward because right now you're growing longward and you're not hitting upward you're just growing wide and if you were an investor okay right now in your business i want you to think of rooks brothers residential painting as a standalone tangible building let's call it brooks brothers drive-through mm -hmm. okay all right and essentially inside of there Okay, you have a great product, but you can only serve a certain amount of customers. You're turning people away mm -hmm. for that specific service and that specific product. Okay, and you don't work in that building. You're the you're the franchisee. You're the investor, and you pop in every once in a while. You see what's going on. You make the decisions. You tell people who you know what to do. You cut the check, and what you're telling me right now is what you want to do in a business that already has demand you're creating a brand people are starting to recognize you your your phones are ringing and what you're essentially telling me right now is you want to deplete that that business even more of its resources that it cannot even 
cannot even accommodate now to go and take some of those resources and place them in another building where you have yet to create a brand and you are essentially only going to be compared probably mostly by your price when it comes to commercial bidding. And, and essentially now you have two companies where you could be hitting the same goal you're trying to achieve if you just maximize one for the next five years and then branch off once you've established yourself, because not only will you have the production system down, you're going to have the funding and the ability to train commercial coatings. You're going to need special insurances. You're going to need special processes. My suggestion is you're probably going to want a full-time supervisor to oversee commercial work and bid commercial work that takes time, energy, it attention. Takes a lot of time. Okay. You see what I'm saying? It's like, when I put it that way, it almost seems a little crazy that you would deplete this business that's actually working, bro. That's actually generating interest that you have customers that are calling you and you can't even touch them. And you want to take more resources out of that and put them somewhere else. I've seen it. I have some tell me they don't care about the price. They going off my reputation. They just want me to take the job. Um, you know, but again, that, that goes on both, both spectrums. Again, I have, um, and again, you know, relationships is what 90% of what we do here. Absolutely. Right. Um, and I have relationships in both aspects. Um, and this is what I, I really want you to understand. Um, so we can better figure this, help, you know, work this out. Um, the relationships I have on my commercial side, you know, these are established relationships. These are guys that are saying, listen, I don't want nobody else coming in here and touching my buildings because what you did in my building over there. Um, I have, you know, on, 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 on residential side, people saying, you know, I don't want you touching anybody because you already painted my mother's house. But, my, but right my now, all house. you're talking about, Jerome, listen, all you're talking about listen. is your relationships and you, I'm talking and thinking about your assets and your production and the people that are actually producing this work and how tired they're going to be right now. There's burnout that's existing. You're overcompensating for the fact that they're working alone and there's no, there's no, consistency in their processes. So by default, as an employee, I'm coming to work every day, probably burnt out, probably exhausted. You're telling me that there's a guy that, that pretty much can outdo two of my painters. That isn't attractive to me. That means that he probably gives you 110% from Monday to Wednesday. And then Thursday and Friday, he's, 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 he's burnt out and he's not giving you hundred percent. No, it's, again, it goes back to how you hire and who you hire. Um, I can been, I could have been an employee of yours and I've could have, you, you know, and so it's all about who you hire again and how you hire. And, but it's also I, about the system that you plug these hires into to get them to feel not only great about where they work, but want to go above and beyond. And, and that's your job as a business owners to, to, you have to look at what the workload is, what the system is. Now think about it. If you were an employee of your own company. Don't be biased here. I just want you to see it from some with, with just blinders on. You don't know Brooks Brothers painting. And mm -hmm. one day you go to work and you're working with four guys and it's great. You have chemistry. It's all good. And then then two guys are gone the next day because they have to start another job. And then it's like, all right, well, I got to step up here. I got to do this, this, this and this. And maybe, you know, you know, somebody who was working on the job did something. And you got to reach out to him and you're not sure what happened. And then the next day, the guy you were working with, now you're working alone. And you're probably thinking like, man, I didn't, I didn't sign up for this, you know, because when somebody signs up for a company, chances are they want to work with a team unless you've agreed that they can work alone. No, so definitely work alone is mandatory. That's 
right? However, but it's, it's, it's phases. So it's still phased out. So you may come in, in your four guy system. You may come in in your two guy system. So you may have, I might send the two guys in the prep. Um, and then the guys who are actually doing the painting, they may come in and do their painting for their two or three days. Um, and as the last, let's say the last room is being closed out, then it may be agreed upon. The guys who do prep, are they always doing prep? Most of the time, yeah. How do they learn how to paint? Um, they painters. We're painters. That's what we do. You said you had some helpers, though. Correct. They aren't quite to the so, level. I, so, so technically, so I'm going to say they both named J and T. Okay. So Jay, he works with my top guy every single day. So he's under him. T, he works between... Um, my other guy named Jay, I'm going to say Jay and okay. my other guy with an N, I'm going to say nah. Yeah. Um, so he, he pretty much works between those two, depending on what tasks are going on. Um, I start we, we, we joke around and say, you start in closets. So, you know, you work <laughs> your way out from there. Yeah. Um, so they, he works between them two. Um, let's just say, so nah, he's my, he, he prepped me and him. We may jump in the site. Okay. Now nah, I need you tomorrow. We're going to jump in here and we're going to prep out. Um, so now I may prep out me and I may jump in and prep out Tuesday. I may be the one at the site running around spackle, had a spackle done, um, Wednesday, James and let's just say T come in and they, they run around and cut all day. And maybe me and James may walk it out on Friday. Um, while James and Troy, while Troy and I walk out, whatever Troy was. So So on Monday, what happens tomorrow? Let's say Monday, what's the schedule look like Monday? So Monday we are, so Monday I have two going on. Plus a closeout. So Monday, me and Najin, we're going in. We're going to prep. Um, we move the wallpaper that needs to be removed um, and get then get the floors ready. My how many ready. days of that job is it, how many days of that job is allocated? Like, and what, how much? I, think, I believe that job? it's three, but we always put an extra buffer for four, so it's four. four so it's a pretty big job. Yeah, it's decent. It's a decent job. So, between- but we, again, it's, it's less than two. It's about. 1,400, about 1,500 square feet. But again, it's phases. Well, yeah. So it's, it's, it's phased out. So technically, what can be done in two is really stretched across the four because it's in phases. So, it's in phases. Te- it, it, so technically, nine may work eight to f- eight to two, eight to four. Are you, are you uh, let me ask you, are you happy with the system? Do you like it? I mean, is this working um, for you? It, 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 it started, it, it works now. It is works. it a system that somebody could come into your business and operate without, you know, too much instruction? It, it's something that you could sell your business and be like, okay, this is how it works. So what happened? So for me, so for me, again, my guys are fantastic. And again, this goes to my problem. My guys are fantastic, but if it, it came for a long time that it became, I'm telling what to be done. Right. You're the, so, you're the, yeah. So everything depends on how like your relationship, cause you're a relationship guy. So like you have certain pull with certain guys to be like, you know, you, and you know them to their personalities and what they can accomplish. And I think based off of what you said, you could be, you know, being lenient on other guys just because you know, the personality and putting them in positions. Is that true? Like, is that kind of what, you know, based on uh, just trying to get them motivated based on what you know about them? Is that how that works? Um, it's certain jobs because I know it can be daunting. I won't send certain guys to and in times. So let's just say, um, like a wallpaper removal, you know, one of your guys is just not having it. Not he's going to complain the whole time. He's going to complain. Like, why am I here? Yeah. So, so so let's kind of narrow down. So you tell me, man, because I've tried to pinpoint, I think I've done a pretty good job of just some areas, but what is the big problem here, man? Um, 
I think right now my next goal, my right now what I'm working on is hiring the right leadership. Um, and what I mean by that, again, my guys are fantastic. They can go and literally paint circles. And I, I, I guarantee you, um, and it's just, you know, work ethic, right? If you have the guys with the right work ethic, you know, guys who more so get so, things so done. So you're saying that there's some work ethic that's lacking in, 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 your, in your company right now? No, not work ethic. There is mental. Mental, okay. So, so what, to, like give me an if, example. Give me, I, wanna, I want a solid example. Just a solid example so I can help. The sprayer go down, who's troubleshooting the sprayer? Okay. Who's going to figure out a solution to get the job done without the sprayer? And without, right? So who's going to do it without necessarily losing that production time? If the sprayer goes down, um, I'm going to get a whole bunch of, well, what do I do? I may be, so also to fix a lot of these issues, because I knew I had to be around. I also learned how to get my work within the 15 mile radius. So now all I work is literally, and again, with the, phase-based production, right? My phase-based production, I, I mi had to minimize my radius. So now all I work is literally within a 10-minute circle. I so, think that you have to do phase-based production by default, man. I, I can't, it, bro, bro, I can't falter from, from my viewpoint here because I've no, hit not, I'm not telling you to, no. No, no and, I, and what I'd like for you to do is just listen and be open to this idea because so that's I, all this is. I, I am, and this is what I'm, as for my commercial side of it, um, it's going to move forward. The bank accounts are already set up, right? Um, you know, time is already allotted. Um, I've already been through cash flow problems. We mastered that already. Um, so that we already, that's those, that's to, to me, to you, you know, those, um, and for the one seeking the help, right? So I don't want to make it seem like, um, I have the, no, for, from the one seeking the help, I am want to reassure you, right? That, you know, um, then this 90, 90, 90 days, 94 days or something like that of payroll and um, free flow accounts um, and over there already for that. So once these projects now are granted, if we get caught up in a, a, a net 90, you know, and it's supposed to be a net 30, twice, three times back to back, yeah, I, I probably get in trouble over there and might have to use some flow over here to float that. But That's again, I was never talking about the business side of things. I'm mm -hmm. still focused on your employees. That's all that I care about. Right, I care so about I care about the people that are working for you because you can't grow without great people. Do you understand that concept? I, I get it. So that's why. Okay. So listen, it's three guys going over here, right? Okay. It's two. It's it's it's, it's 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 two guys in training. I'm stuck with one painter and myself and a, a trainee. Over on in my residential side. So my residential, you could pretty much say we have. Your um, residential system though is so skill dependent. So we're going to fix. So this is where that's I, what this I, I conversation is about. Because what I want you to understand is, yes, if you got that commercial work, I'm not going to stop you from doing it. It's signed, sealed, and delivered. That's not what my goal is. My goal is to help you understand that you need to have clearly defined processes on paper from start to finish and mm -hmm. identify, hey, you know what? If you want to do your interior jobs with two people and have this production system to where you have two preppers, then you have two painters come in. And then that, to me, that's absolute chaos, not only for you as the scheduler, but for the customer. If she knows that, hey, 
there's two people coming for three hours in the morning and then they're leaving. And then I have two people coming tomorrow to do, do painting for me as a homeowner. I wouldn't appreciate that. I want the company that's going to come to stay and work all the I way agree. through. I agree. I agree. So I just want to make that, sure we're on the same page. No, 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 I agree with that. But that, and also that's why I highlighted, I had to run more like contractors, right? That's that. I, that's why I made sure I had, because technically that's what goes on. So that's, right. um, that's not a home service experience that is custom. I, I agree with that 100%. Okay, so I, what I, I'm trying to help you do, let's get to the point here, bro, because I want to give you something tangible. And all that I could do is give you what's worked for me because I don't know anything else. And I've heard some other things about other ways people do it. I'm just telling you, you are so far ahead of the game. You have great resources in front of you. Okay, my thing is fine. If your goal is to pull a couple people off of residential, put them in the commercial, no problem. But guess what? When you hire people into your residential system, you've got to have clearly defined roles, responsibilities, and you have to have clearly defined processes. So you don't need to find skill based individuals who may lack character motivation and the ability to problem solve you can actually find good people which you know nick slavic i don't know if you've heard of him but he has a great motto they call him decent human beings that you can plug into a system and it's not skill dependent because if you are focused on skill dependent which you might be by default because i i can foresee you're going to be in a hiring crisis with having to keep up with commercial and residential. I already see that happening, bro. hundred percent. You're going to be hiring without logic because you're going to need bodies to fulfill the demands that you're going to have. That's what I'm trying so, to help you to so, voice. So, so right now I'm at a great place where, um, the three can sustain. I believe after talking to you, I'm more, um, confident that, um, I really, two people is the people, the amount of people that I need to bring on. Um, so now it'd be bringing them on and actually trying. So essentially to you've come up with the idea that you're okay with four on the residential and you want three on the commercial. Is that what you've kind of decided? I, as of correct right now. Um, so I do believe that I would like to, I'm sorry. Are you still here? I'm here, man. I'm ready. I'm, I'm there. I can't even see you no more. I do believe that, um, I want to go ahead and do try to implement the system that you did speak of. Um, I do have, I can't even see you no more. I do have a residential system. However, we can definitely schedule at a later date if you would like to review it. And maybe I am doing something wrong within that um, about what's done, you know, from the moment we come in to the moment we leave. Oh, I don't see you no more, so. That's all right. I'm still here, man. I can hear you. All right. Um, from the moment we walk, from the moment we walk in the door to the moment that we leave, um, I do agree with you that it is not. I just look at it from an investor point of view. If I came into your business, I don't want to have to tailor my processes to how someone's feeling that day if they don't want to do wallpaper or not. I shouldn't have to do that. I in in to, other words, that shouldn't be my problem. In other words, no, where I'm getting at. Yeah, where I'm getting at, Jerome, is if I own a coffee shop, there's a menu and there's a recipe, right? So essentially what I would have my employees do is follow the instructions on the recipe and only serve what's on the menu. Does that make sense? I get it. So essentially that's their only responsibility as employees. 
And if you're operating with employees, that's what you should be creating as an environment that's predictable, consistent, that has a menu of items that you serve and ingredients on how to produce those results. And then once you start doing it, you will see patterns, you will see numbers, you will identify your margins, and you will say, you know what, I shouldn't be taking this wallpaper. It's taking too much time. Have the customer find someone to remove the wallpaper and we'll come in and paint. Okay. Like those are the things that a business owner does to optimize. Not only optimizing your money, but optimizing the energy, optimizing the morale of your company. I'd love you to take your guys to Top Golf, man. You care. But honestly, bro, if I came in as a consultant to your business right now, the first thing I would do Monday is put everyone on that job. I put everyone on that job and I would get everyone working together and I would see what that looked like for the week. Guarantee it. I would do that without question. Just see what that looks like. And say, you know what, this actually might be better. Let me figure out how to schedule this. And then you have a production team that's pumping it out. Then you add another team of four. And then you find leadership in that production team. Leaders can't be leaders if they don't have people to lead. So if you're just giving people the opportunity to work with one other person, that's not a leadership. That's a partnership. But when there's so, four other people underneath your, your number one guy, he has the ability to delegate tasks. So you as the business owner, you need to go in there and start delegating tasks and showing this person, hey, do you see why I asked him to do that? Because we got to think ahead and make sure that we have enough time to get the ceilings done. Hey, do you see why I did that? And then when the customer comes home, hey, this is, my, this is our project manager. Okay. And you're, you're, you're placing responsibility on somebody and you're giving them the ability to delegate. Like this is called like team team morale man this is building a a unit but you can't really do this right now and all i'm trying to help you do yeah. is prepare for this commercial it, 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 it was hard um again like i said i did try for two that again is the reason why i i, I am why i am i did try and again it, it probably could go back to me um could be being a little more patient i did operate like that again for almost 18 19 months um problem finding these these type, uh, you can Finding, you still have to have certain characteristics mentally, and I'm just say that. Um, I don't know a better way to say it. Um, you still have to have, you know, you have to be bred, but you have to be born with these things or bred with these things. Um, and a lot of these guys just want to come to work. Um, I don't know where it's, what it's like out there in Florida, correct? So, I mean, that's worrisome to me because you're getting ready to jump into commercial where that, that, cogn that cognitive ability that you're saying that you want in your team needs to be even higher than what it is now. So he's over there. He's there. He's over there. So I, I had to get, he's over there. But listen, man, this is our time. I'd love to jump on again. I think, um, I hope, was it helpful? Um, I believe so. All right, cool, man. We'll take some of that, man. And, you know, give me some feedback. I'd love to see what you do with it. And either way, man, I think you're on your way to be successful, bro. I think, uh, you know, I hope you're, so. you're, you're, you're an entrepreneur, man. Sometimes, man, even me, you know, it's hard to take advice, you know, but I'm just coming to you from the perspective of, I look at it like, you know, I'm, I'm the outsider looking in right now. You're in the building. I'm outside of the building. And I'm looking at a system that could be way more optimized. Um, and, and I don't know your guys, if I could have a chance to talk to each one of them, I'd probably give you much more direct advice based on, you know, what I hear about their personality likes and dislikes that's on you. Um, so, you know, keep doing what you're doing and, and, uh, I wish you nothing but the best, man. Good luck. Hey, appreciate it. AT, I don't want you to think that I wasn't taking your advice or anything like that. Um, no, of course not. I, oh, okay. Please don't think that I'm just trying to give you what's going on in my situation as well as take your advice, but you know what I mean? Um, I can't just drop the commercial work again. Um, it's too okay. many contracts, too it's much. Too I, and I don't want to sub it out at the end of the day. That is my passion is where to go. Um, and I do love residential. So this is a toss up between both worlds. 
Um, I love dealing with the customer. I love the after effect. But I also love the hustle and the grit of commercial. I kind of love that. And I love, you know, being, I, I, I love both. Um, yeah. I, I love machines and I, and I love everything. Uh, um, so, uh, but at the same time is, you know, I do know that I, so I am going to go. And, and again, I did go, I was that way. Um, I just want, it's just Jersey. I interview, I fire and this is, but I didn't, I didn't let you know. I let go. Every, I hire somebody, I try somebody. I even went through, you know, like training, whatever the case might be, training. Maybe I've had new guys walk in and walk out. Um, I've had, we get a lot of maybe re, re, rehabilitated um, guys that want to paint. Um, we get a lot of young kids who really don't understand it takes a little bit of work ethic, you know, to, to, to go up, take all the, run around the house and take all the face plates off instead of look at you like, uh, do I put them in a box? You know, so you, it, it take you know, so it's not, it's, it's really going through and finding these qualified guys. And it was me not being able to find enough qualified guys and keep up with the growth. So I said, okay, cool. How do I keep up with the growth and still, you know, manage what I have and bring in new guys and maybe go back to training. So that's why I brought in training guys. And one of my guys that I had with me from the beginning, I ended up letting go because, you know, just taking advantage of being understood that, you know, you are my lead guy, um, but you're not going to take advantage of me after so long. She keeps showing up the job size late, things like that. Um, so, you know, that's really been my turmoil is really, you know, going through this hackle and backle with, with, right. with guys and people. And um, so that's why I went into this whole put, uh, phase-based production things because I'm, I wanted to cap, I, I keep running to, to experience of growth, times of growth, and I can't take advantage of them. And I just got tired of taking advantage of them. I mean, not, not being able to take advantage of them. So I developed what I had with this project, which is right. production-based system. Which was which was allowing me to get things done for a while, but I am seeing fatigue in certain instances of certain guys doing certain parts of the month where right. you know um, I have to be like okay next month let's slow it down in the beginning um, whatever the case may be if I can um, but you know I it then it comes to a point where you get I can't take certain amount of work because I don't like to be booked anything past you know a certain amount of time because it, then it takes away my flexibility so you know that's kind of where it's been but I just want you to know brother. Right. I, I wasn't I not at all. Was no, I not at all, bro. And and I just know that you're deep in a situation. If I would have got to you last year and we talked about this, I would, again, just gave you the same advice. Get the production system up and running and then ultimately from there, build that out and then it branched to commercial. I'm not telling you you can't go toward your passion. I'm just looking at it from a stone cold business perspective of there's assets that you have, which are your employees that get tired. And ultimately, they need to be interchangeable. And right now, you have a business where your employees are not interchangeable. If, if your best guy leaves, you might be taking on work that only he's really good at. So my suggestion to you is niche down and only take work that you can replace people with in the event that what you said was inevitable, they do leave. So ultimately, like that's the mindset is let me create this system. Number one, because this is your only business. This is what feeds your family. So you need to create something that is essentially a cash flow machine for you that is predictable, that produces results and then branch out to what you're, you're great at. I'm not saying you can't do commercial, bro. You're young. You could do commercial for the rest of your life. Get this residential system butter tight. That's all I'm saying. Just get it butter tight. I, I, I understand that 100%. I understand. And the commercial work I'll speak of is mostly like repaints. So like, you know, it is nothing but 
house on steroids. Um, and between you and me, um, I will share this with you. Yeah, the materials are cheaper, but the labor is more is is twice as much than residential. So it, there's your back and forth where residential is a little cheaper labor and more expensive material versus. If you own ten businesses right now. If you own ten businesses, right, which people do, mm-hmm. right. All they're looking for is predictability in those businesses. Right now, you own one business. So for you, you know, you're doing so much that like, you know, you're just trying to grab everything you can. And, and you know, I just think that, again, I'm just going to keep hitting that point to you, bro. You have great employees already. Perfect that production system. They should all be working together. There's no way you can tell me otherwise. No, we, just came up with a, we just came up with a, with a scenario where you told me that these guys can produce $6,000 in two days. That leaves you three Thanks, more days bro. to make $9,000 if you price those jobs consistently. I'm just telling you that you have an opportunity here to maximize. Dana, real quick, let me ask you a question. How do you find your, how do you find your guys? Indeed. I mean, it's just a, a matter of filtering them out. I mean, everywhere. Like, it's just like ads, right? How do you find your customers on Google, Facebook? It's just a matter of being present when the best employees are looking. Where do best employees come from? Usually they go from one job to another. They're not sitting at home. Right. So you need to always have an ad up, making sure that when somebody is fed up with their job, Brooks Brothers painting is right there to give them a better opportunity. And the copy of that ad should include, hey, this is a better opportunity. This is what we offer. Top of the line pay. You do offer great pay, great opportunity for growth, team events. We take our team members to Top Golf, or we do things like you've got to sell yourself the same way you sell yourself to customers on the best employees to want to work with you. That's the mindset that you have to have. You've essentially just got to market it to the point where, you know, it's attractive to the, the mistake many people make is hiring when they need help. I think that's my, I think you that, just hit it on, when you said that it was like, so I, I was going to pick it. So I only hire when I need help. Like, I only when, how, how silly would it be to, to only look for jobs when you need jobs? Yeah. Right? That would be, that would be stupid. I, I have like keep pipeline. Yeah, you got so you you would see, man. I'm I only have jobs for this month. I need to start marketing now, right? Yeah. I only have employees for this month. I need to start marketing now so I can continue to grow. Like you need to have ads. You should allocate five hundred bucks a month on on hiring ads every month. That should be that should be just a that's a that's an investment for a a greater future in your company. You know. So all right, my my friend, that's my time. Dude, let's jump on again, man. I'd love to hear hear you hear you. And I'm gonna catch you. I'm gonna get you in a couple of weeks, man. I'm gonna see see what happened from here. Let's do that. Um, so right now I'm gonna let you know that I'm going to look to hire a new guy. Then we're gonna go from there. But I am gonna implement this this um four person system. I am gonna thank you. I, I think I want to hear how that goes, man. Just try it. Remember, you're just All testing right. things out. Just try it and see so, how it works. But the key is you need to be there and you need to be coaching whoever you choose to be the top dog. You need to be coaching them on thinking ahead and delegating. So don't, you don't go to the helper and say, Hey man, I want you to go work on that doors. You pull your guy aside, say, tell him to go work on those doors. And then you back, you know, you, that's how you create a leader. You, 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 you give them the ability to have authority. All right. All right, bro. So I see you around the way. Then we'll jump back on soon. Catch up with you later, John. Appreciate it. Bro. All right, baby. All right, Drip job CRM is finally here. That's right. So Drip Jobs is an automation platform for contractors, home service professionals that's going to automatically follow up with your customers. It's going to allow you to send invoices, estimates. It's going to allow you to send out blast marketing 
emails to individuals based on where they are in the buying process, this software is next level. And I'm reaching out to you. You're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to be one of the first ones to give it a shot. So if you want to see what Drip Jobs can do for your business, I'd love for you to head over to dripjobs.com, sign up for a free demo, and get your team involved, and let us sit with you and show you how powerful this software is. It's going to save you time. It's going to make you money, and you're going to love the features that are built into Drip Jobs. So if you want to check it out, head over to dripjobs.com, and we will give you first priority being a podcast listener uh, to be one of the very first to try out Drip Jobs in your home service business. I'm super excited to share that with you, and I'll catch you on the next episode.